Welcome to the Alberta Wedding Podcast, a platform for Alberta wedding professionals and couples to connect, learn, and share ideas. I'm your host, wedding videographer Kevin Marr. With over 100 weddings behind me, I'm your guide to all things weddings in this great province of ours. Welcome to another fun week here on the podcast. My guest this week, we've uh, met just a couple times through a couple bridal shows. And when I met her, I knew I had to have her on the podcast because she's got such a fun story. She's got a lot of spunk. And yeah, Katrina, it's so good to have you on here. Thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I know. This will be a lot of fun. So you own a boutique, correct? Correct. Yeah. That's what you would classify your online store. Yep. Talk to me about how you got into running your own boutique. When did this happen? When did you know you wanted to do this? And yeah, I'd love to know more. So it's kind of a roundabout story. I actually got into the bridal industry through a different means. Originally, I opened up a bridal consignment. It was called Something Borrowed. And it was a really special thing uh, for me. It was really neat to be able to help a bride find her dress. And as a mom of boys, I am not going to have that special moment with my daughter. So it was like every bride that came in, I kind of had that moment with them where you help them connect with the dress that they are going to say I do in. So it was a really special thing. And we got into a point where the mom guilt was real because <laughs> bridal appointments can go quite long. And so it's I was running it from my home at the time. So between the kicking my kids and husband out so I could run the appointments and how long they would go and and bridal appointments typically go on weekends because that's when most of your bridal parties available. Mm -hmm. It was, it really took over my life and I was missing all the things. So it came to the point where we had to move and I decided I didn't want to move several hundred dresses. No, that doesn't sound like fun. Come on. No, I know. I was really, <laughs> really nervous about that. So I closed down with hopes of reopening in a retail space, taking it out of my home. Um, and then I came to the realization, I'm sure that most uh, entrepreneurs in Edmonton do, that it's crazy expensive out there. And so it just wasn't in the cards for me to be able to find a space. So closed it down and probably didn't do anything for six, eight months. And then my husband was like, please find something to do. You, <laughs> you're driving me crazy. Because uh, I'm a doer. I can't really sit and do nothing. So I kind of started thinking, well, what can I do? And I just love brides. I really, I really felt like that was a special thing that I could help connect a bride with whatever it is. But it was fun to be a part of their day in whatever means. And I did have some earrings and robes uh, as a part of my consignment. So I thought, well, why don't I just expand upon that? And that's how Simply Swank was born in February of 2019. So we did a full year before COVID. And then it's been kind of a funky little ride since, <laughs> as I'm sure most businesses have had during this time. But yeah, it's it's neat to see where I came from. Just I think it was like five or six robes, 
two pairs of earrings and now I have listeners can't see it but you can see there's a whole wall of robes behind me yeah it's a pretty neat sometimes when you think you haven't come very far to stand here and realize I did this it's a pretty cool experience because you get those ruts as a Mm -hmm. small business owner where you're like oh COVID is kicking my butt or now we're dealing with the economy the economy is kicking my butt (laughs) something's always kicking our butt right right but it's nice nice to come in here and just look around and be like wow that this all came together like i made this happen so in those moments it makes you appreciate how far you've come and how hard you've worked really puts things into perspective right and and like i think it's really awesome that you can have that space where you can go in as it's your happy place and you can see like all the hard work that you've put in over the years. And obviously it, this is something that like you live and breathe this like this as entrepreneurs, it's not something that we can just like turn off at five o'clock at no, you have to go. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, I mean, we both work out of our homes and I'm, I'm curious to know when you talked about this, the C word, uh, <laughs> I mean, you were only like, as you mentioned, like just like a year into Simply Swank. What was going through your head at that time? Like, did you have any thought of like, well, you know, maybe this just wasn't meant to be and I have to find something else? Or did you just know that it's like, I just got to tough it out, ride this wave and be there at the end? There never came a time where I thought, okay, well, (laughs) the Lord above is telling me this is not working out. (laughs) I don't like to quit. I... I'm kind of like a dog with a bone sometimes where maybe I should quit, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I I don't. But it's interesting. I actually knew COVID was going to be a problem for us months and months before it happened here because a lot of my suppliers are overseas in China and I had been closely watching what was already happening there and there was already closures with my manufacturers. And so I had told my husband, this is going to be a big problem. And he's like, no, no, no. And so then when we're heading into lockdown, I was like, not going to be a problem, huh? (laughs) How did that turn out? Uh (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I knew it was coming. Uh, I tried to get as much stock as I could before we closed down because I didn't know how long this was going to go for. But I I had a feeling it was going to be pretty large based on the response that we were getting from overseas. I didn't have a website when COVID first hit and that was that was first priority because mm-hmm. then at least if I wasn't having people come in, they could still see what I had. If I had to, I could ship it. So there was a mad dash and a very crudely created website. <laughs> yeah, I mean, small business owners, we do all the things, right? We have to wear all the hats. <laughs> all of the hats. So... It was, uh, it looked pretty. I don't know how functional it was, but it did its job. It was really interesting, actually, because I had done my first full bridal season. And then, you know, we came into 2020 and I did bridal fantasy and I was such momentum. I was like, man, 2020, I'm going to kill it. (laughs) I got this. And then then it was like, (laughs) just kidding. Yes. But I found that 2020 actually wasn't so bad for a lot of us wedding vendors. I mean, obviously venues and a lot of the 
companies that needed to take deposits, I mean, I know that they took a lot of hits. But for me, COVID 2020 wasn't so bad because we all had hoped that this was going to be a, a short-lived thing. And uh, it wasn't. <laughs> but the first year, the I was still doing okay. Uh, 2021 is was a really hard year. Okay. Where I think people just had that COVID fatigue and they just, just a lot of them had tried to plan, paused, tried to plan. And then they were like, you know what, we're just going to wait until this is fully over. And so it was a really quiet year. And then, you know, things have been kind of picking up. Financial crises are not great <laughs> because people hold off on making bigger purchases. And uh, so that doesn't impact things. But I know it's it's a cycle. We'll go mm. through it. And just thankfully, having my business from home, I don't have those big overhead costs. So I, I have the ability just to ride it out. So what does Simply Swank look like now, today? I know you mentioned that things have been picking up, but also dealing with the inflation costs that are impacting everyone, you know, whether you're in the wedding industry or not. What does your business look like today? And was it kind of where you were, you thought it would be at this point uh, post-COVID or? No, I, I mean, with like any small business that survived COVID, we're like, yeah, we made it. It's just up from here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could do anything. <laughs> yeah, we survived. We we're like He-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love the 80s reference. I love it. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> well, it makes both of us. Yeah. Yeah, you know, this year has been a challenge. There there has been a lot of doubt about what what am I doing? I'm not uh, failing, but I'm not growing right now. I just have to remind myself I made it through COVID. And, you know, I know there was a lot of businesses that didn't make it. And that's just heartbreaking because that's the death of someone's dream. And and nobody goes into business for that, right? We We all have that big dream that we're going to kill it. And so... I remind myself in those really tough days that I'm still kicking and taking names. Yeah. And I'm just continuing to just chug along the best I can. This year's biggest challenge besides the financial side is shipping. So over the course of COVID to now shipping has gone up for me nine separate times. So yeah, it does really start to take, big chunks out of your bottom line and that's forced me to take on less orders for robes and such so I think my biggest recommendation for brides for this year and next year get on top of things I know I appreciate when I have brides that come to me early I know all the other vendors also appreciate an on it bride because it gives us time to if we need to order things in for you give you recommendations, whatever that is. So I do love my last minute brides. Don't get me wrong, but that does, it does make me sad when I have to turn someone away because I physically can't get what they need in time. So please don't do that. It makes me, makes me sad. (laughs) So let's talk about your collection because I've visited your site a number of times now and it's grown every time I've gone to it. It seems like there's new items all the time that you're bringing in. 
what is your inspiration behind the things that you're bringing in? What are you looking for? And is this something like you're looking at trends that are out there and seeing how you can maybe get ahead of those trends? So when I first started, I have a love for old Hollywood. Old Hollywood movie stars are my jam. So again, I'm dating myself, but I love that whole era. Uh, I think if I was ever to time travel, (laughs) I'd be going back to that time. The fashion, the movies, they were all fantastic. So when I first started, a lot of the pieces were just, they had a whole, I'd say old Hollywood vibe, very classic, timeless pieces. And I still carry that throughout. I very carefully curate what I bring in, uh, which is amazing because I don't have anything somebody would consider tacky, but it does require a lot of time to sift through a lot of the stuff to find that perfect gem. I do like to follow some trends, but I'm not, I don't chase them because as we found throughout history, things recycle. So Mm -hmm. this year it's actually been really interesting to see how big gold anything gold and anything with pearls it's really big so i love pearls (laughs) so that's what woman doesn't yeah right so i already already had quite a few pieces that have that so that just worked in really well for me but yeah it's just about bringing in timeless pieces that 10 15 years down the road you look at your photos and you're like yeah that's still beautiful you know it's not like that was a trend that i wish i hadn't gone with it's like looking at old hollywood right yeah things that they're wearing it's like yeah i could definitely see myself wearing something that now totally and it's interesting so instead of coming up with skew numbers because i i'm not great with remembering that kind of stuff all of the jewelry are named after women and Again, with the old Hollywood, a lot of them are old Hollywood movie stars. So I love that. Uh, it's yeah, it's really fun when I'm talking about pieces with people. I'm talking about Elsa or Audrey. It's neat to be able to talk like that. It's like talking about a friend instead of a product. Yeah, that's really neat. <laughs> that uh, these items, they're they're more than just like physical things. Like these are. They become part of who you are, I think, in in some ways, right? Like they represent a lot of like, not maybe not what you stand for, but I think it says a lot about your character, your personality. I really want to lean into that. It's like, how are brides able to really, you know, lean into their own personalities and, and their passions through your wide collection of accessories and, and robes and apparel? And what are things that they can be looking at to uh, lean into that? So I think with any bridal accessory or even gown, you should not be leaning so much into the trends, to be honest. If it speaks to you and it's not trendy, who cares? Because it, it's your style. It's your your vision. Maybe you want a black dress. I mean, I know that's a super taboo subject and um, a lot of us in the industry are like, oh, black. But Hey girl, if that's your style, rock it. There's no rules. That's why I say it to my couples. There's no rules. No, and it's not like when your grandparents and their parents got married where everything had to be, you had to have a full matching head to toe, like earring, necklace, bracelet. It all had to match. It had everything head to toe had to match all your bridesmaids. It's it's not like that anymore. And I love that there's just that opportunity to express yourself in so many different ways, whether it's your bridal colors. I've had brides match very matchy-matchy with their bridal colors. I've had 
brides go all of their bridesmaids' favorite colors, which is a really fun, as a photographer. I like that. Photographer, I'm sure you would think that's really neat to, to see the variety of colors. I've had brides go with like an ombre effect where they wear a lighter color and the bridesmaids go in the shades darker mm-hmm. of that same color scheme. So there's really no there's really no template anymore. It's just about what what speaks to you, what feels right. If your colors are purple and green, you don't have to go with a purple and green robe. Like it doesn't have to be so literal. And the same thing with jewelry. You don't have to wear those the three-piece sets that our grandparents and their parents used to wear. It's you just want to wear a statement necklace or a statement earring and just leave the hairpiece at home and all of that, that's fine. There's there's no rules saying that you have to do this, that, and whatever. It's it's a really fun way to express yourself in sparkly form. <laughs> you you do you. Yeah, exactly. I did a wedding yesterday where the bride had two dresses, one for the bulk majority of the day. It was a traditional white dress. And then in the evening for her reception, there was a very much of a like almost like a galaxy theme, not like nice. Guardians of the Galaxy, but like moon and stars. And I love that. And so she had this black sparkly dress and she just glowed and it looked amazing. And it's not something you would really correlate with, you know, weddings, but it's like, who cares? This is your day. This is exactly, this is your, your time to be you and, and celebrate you. And I hate to say it, but like, screw the rest. Like that's Oh, totally. I know that's controversial sometimes, but it's like... That's another taboo subject, right? But yeah, like I found the same thing when I was running my bridal consignment. There was so many opinions. And sometimes I would just take my bride aside and just tell them like, this is all about you. You can take their opinions if you want to. But in the end, you're the one that's wearing it. You're the one that's going to be in all the photos. And if you don't love it now, you're not going to love it then. Yeah, for sure. So when couples do reach out to you, because I imagine, I know you have items for uh, for guys as well on your site. A couple things, yeah. A couple things, a couple things for gifts and stuff. And when your your clients are coming to you, do they know kind of what they're looking for already? Or, or how are you guiding them through that process of trying to find like the, those perfect items that really speak to who they are and what they're really looking for that will help complement their overall vision for the day. Sometimes they come with me with a with a pretty direct vision, whether they've maybe seen pieces on my website that they just wanted to come and see in person. And I love doing appointments for that reason because shopping online is, is such a minefield. You never know like mm-hmm. when you see something online, it looks great. And then it gets there, you're like, Meh. <laughs> so I love being able to offer appointments. Uh, for people to come and see and try. And and it's one of those things where it's a fun experience where I can build that connection with them. And that's great because then I can also help them further finding out what their needs are, what their vision is. It's a lot easier to do it in an appointment than chatting back and forth on my website. So yeah, sometimes they know exactly what they're looking for and they just want to come and see it. Sometimes they have a general idea and sometimes I have brides that are like, I have no idea. I know I need things. <laughs> I'm new to this. Yeah. Take my hand and yeah. show me around. And sometimes they're like, I don't know what I'm doing with my hair. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. 
these are my colors. This is what my dress looks like. Help. And so those are fun, though, because it's kind of like trial and error. We, we go through some and we're like, well, okay, your dress is, you know, let's say white with silver accents. So we're not going to go with gold or rose gold accessories, right? We're going to stick with the silver. Okay. Do you want your hair up? Where is your venue? Like, what's your overall aesthetic? Is it going to be in the middle of the summer and you're probably going to die from heat? Like, you're probably going to want your hair up in that case. So this is what I would recommend. And then it's totally up to them, right? As a a vendor slash jewelry accessory guru. <laughs> I mean, I can only I can only send them in a direction. And the rest is just personal preference. So it's fun, though. I really enjoy helping them. And then I got, uh, which really fits in with my whole business, I got certified to do event hair this last fall. So for those brides that have no idea what they're going to do with their hair, it's really neat that I can be like, okay, hey, as a hairstylist, this is what I would recommend based on what you showed me, your dress. Maybe you already have some vision on your hair ideas. So that really helps me narrow in on items for them as well. Are there any frequently asked questions that you get over time from them? Like I imagine shipping is one thing that maybe is brought up. It's like, okay, do you guys, <laughs> did you have it in stock? What's the turnaround time in, in, in getting these items here? You know, is it going to yeah. be here in time for my wedding day? What happens if I don't like it? Yeah. So if things aren't in stock here with me today, then typically it takes about two to three weeks for the accessories to come in. Robes are about two weeks from the time I order, but I'm not, like I said, with the shipping costs, I'm not placing them as regularly as I used to. I'll probably be putting one in in the next week or so, and then I probably won't be doing another one until the end of July. So usually I'd be putting them in every month. But I mean, my last order was $40 cheaper than the whole product order itself. So when, when you're paying those kind of prices and basically doubling your costs... And then exchange and duties and all of those fun extras. All those fun things. We love all those little uh, extra line items, don't we? (laughs) Yeah. So basically then I'm paying double for my robes and PJs. So that's not a sustainable situation. So I'm trying to bring them in less and do larger orders. So yeah, that's that's the unknown about the shipping right now. I don't know... What's going to happen? Are we going to continue going upwards or are they going to bring it down to a more reasonable pre-COVID? Even meet in the middle, that would be great. But Yeah, um, something that's a little (laughs) bit better than what we're in right now. Yeah, so for me right now, the PJ robe situation is kind of in the air. I'm going to revisit that, I guess, the end of the year and see see where we're at, which is too bad. I really like offering them and I'd like to keep them. But it just comes down to numbers as a business person, right? So yeah, yeah, we'll see. Let's all pray to the shipping gods. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's always gonna be those ebbs and flows, right, with your business. And right now, obviously, it's about staying sustainable, viable, right, and sustainable, right. It's just, yep. and obviously, you're in this for the long haul. And I know that you know there's gonna be periods of times in your business where it's like, okay, you know, maybe right now, like it, it's not smart to offer a certain item. But it's not to say like you can't bring it back down the, the road, right? Like it's it's yeah. that's the beauty thing of uh what we do is like nothing is set in stone, right? Yeah. 
talk to me a little bit about what you do offer for uh, for guys, though, because I know most of your stuff is geared towards the women, which yeah, totally makes sense. But I know you got some uh, cool stuff on there for guys too that I'm curious to learn more about. I've got a couple of really great cufflink options. Uh, so if you're a Star Wars fan, I'm not, but I saw them and thought those are really cute. I'll bring those in. And uh, so they're like stormtroopers. I've got a, one of them is a, I don't even know. See, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a Star Wars fan. Yoda, like no, it's like a Darth Vader. I mean, it's like a fighter. It's like a fighter jet. I don't know. I, like I said, I'm not, <laughs> not a Star Wars fan. Are you sure Star Wars and not Star Trek? I mean, like. No, it's definitely Star Wars. I okay, do... okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do know the difference between those. I'm not a Trekkie either, though. That's good. Okay. But yeah, no, they're really fun. You know, and funny story. So when my husband and I got married, we actually eloped in the Bahamas. And I got him these really nice, like, silver cufflinks. But uh, as a woman, I didn't realize you needed a special kind of shirt. <laughs> For cufflinks. So then after I gave him said present, I had to go buy him a new shirt. Because, <laughs> like, what do I know about cufflinks? Right? I know they're cute, but. <laughs> Just like, as guys, we don't know about dresses and, like. No. So it was pretty funny. I was like, oh, I have to go buy you a new shirt to go with the present that I just bought you. <laughs> That's funny. Fail. <laughs> well, it all worked out in the end, and you guys are still married. So clearly. Uh, yep. That. That, that gift went a long way. It did, yeah. He still has them. What are some things in your collection or in your store that are really exciting to you right now? Or, or do you have any new items right now that really speak to you that you're just like, you want the world to know about? Yeah, my I just came out this spring with a whole line of velvet robes. And so I'm, I'm dying for fall. I'm like, come on, fall. Because I know that... Velvet's gonna be huge and warm. Hello, Alberta. I mean, not not today. Like uh, it's probably like thirty plus today, and yeah, yeah. Velvet's not a summer fabric, <laughs> but yeah, spring and fall, winter. I think they're gonna be really quite big this year. The texture is just it's really rich, right? And I know that velvet in in bridesmaids' dresses is becoming really quite large too. So. I would really love to do a photo shoot. So any photographers, hint, hint, <laughs> that want to do a shoot in the fall with velvet, hit me up because I love velvet. <laughs> and I've seen them in person. Like, they look great. Like, and they yeah. they feel great. I didn't try one on myself, but <laughs> I was tempted. I was very tempted. Right? They look so comfy. I would walk around the house with one on. And I was like, no shame. Yeah. No shame. They're comfy. Yeah, they got a bit of a stretch to them. So... They're not itchy or anything. I need that. I need that extra stretchable material. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we all gained the COVID like 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, that's exciting. Uh, now, you, you were talking about stylized shoots. You've done a mm. few in, in the past already. What have you really enjoyed about doing them in comparison to working with traditional weddings and, and couples? Oh, my goodness. I love shoots for so many reasons. I've done one, two, three in the last month and a bit. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know there's a lot of other businesses that right now that are a bit slow. So we're pumping out those stylized shoots, which is great because they're you need it. content that we can use throughout the year, right? But I, I think my favorite part is just you're bringing all of these super talented people together and the magic that gets created on these shoots is just so amazing. 
like it's yeah right you Chef's see kiss. i love it yeah you see the the stuff behind the scenes you're like this is gonna be really great and then the photos come in you're like okay that was so much better than i even thought i am badass this is awesome yeah it's really neat because when i bring product in i see it and i'm like wow this is really beautiful but then it just sits there and looks beautiful and to see it on an actual person because typically i deal with my brides and then they go get married and sometimes they send me photos please send me photos i like photos but sometimes I see the photos with them wearing my product and most times I don't. So to see them on a person and just see how beautiful they are, it just gets me extra like revved up about what I'm doing and being like, yeah, this is this is my spot. This is where I'm supposed to be. So I love the shoots. There's just so much fun. You're connecting with a lot of really great people in your industry and you're pumping each other up. And it's sometimes when you're feeling kind of crappy with the different things that are happening in your business to come together with all of these people that love what they're doing so much. It really like reinvigorates you and like wants you to, you just want to do more and want to do better for everybody. So it's that whole community over competition that I I really stand by. And I think it's so great to see and doing a wedding yesterday and just seeing how all the vendors came together and you know everyone put their egos aside yeah checked them at the door and everyone was there for the couple whatever we had to do to make this event go off without a hitch although they did hitch you know they there's hitches i mean it's it's <laughs> common right i mean nothing's perfect like it, it was just great to see them so, just so happy because the, everyone uh, brought their expertise to the table in their in their areas and it all came together and it's just it was a beautiful thing when it does happen and same thing with stylized shoes i've done a number of them in my past and and it's it's a great opportunity one for for networking you know especially if you're like new into the industry and you're you're really trying to get your your feet wet and and really just uh, you know get to know like the ins and outs of this industry stylized shoots are where I would say to start off. Totally. How do you approach them? Like, or do they do planners usually reach out to you, or how do you get involved with them? And what's your thought process when it comes to designing the elements that you're bringing to the table for these shoots? So sometimes I have them reach out to me and be like, "Hey, we're doing this shoot on this day, this venue. Do you want to be part?" And I always say, "Heck yes." <laughs> Because like I said, they're my favorite and I don't have budget for advertising. So this is a really great way to get those photos to use for advertising, right? So I always, always jump at the chance to do a shoot. So if you have one you want to do, hit me up because I love them. But I have also, I have also chased down people where I'm like, your work is gorgeous. Sometimes I see them advertising about a shoot or I'd be like, hey, I really want to work with you. Let me know when you're doing your next shoot because your work is just stunning. So sometimes you have to do the legwork. I've done enough in the last little while that I think they're starting to come to me more, which is great because less running for me. (laughs) I haven't planned a full shoot myself. So I basically just come with what they need. Like they'll sometimes reach out and be like, this is the vibe. Here's our mood board. This is what we're thinking. Sometimes they will directly message about specific pieces and Mm -hmm. so I will bring those I also bring extras so I have learned that 
things change as weddings, right? They do as well. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is news. This is news. What? <laughs> what? No, they don't. Nothing goes haywire. <laughs> According to plan. Yeah. 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 I bring extra pieces because sometimes maybe what we thought doesn't work or maybe the hairstylist has a different vision. So I do bring extra pieces that we can try out that go along with the theme that they had asked for. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things. Sometimes I have planners just be like, Hey, bring whatever you want showcase. And I'm like, well, that's a lot. Bring the whole closet. (laughs) I did actually the last shoot that I did, I literally brought all the things. So uh, I had a very full car <laughs> and basically set up a moving boutique outside. I love so. it. <laughs> a little pop-up tent. and Basically, yeah. With the ones that you've done most recently, what did you really like about them? I mean, you don't have to spill all the beans uh, because I'm sure they're going to go for uh, publication. So you have to probably be careful what you say. But what did you like about them? Oh, my goodness. I think one of my favorite ones that I just did has a boat. What? And it has huge like notebook vibes. And I, every photo that comes back to me and I just, I swoon. I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't, I can't even with these photos. They're just, can we just blow them up and put them on my wall, please? I'll have just yeah. random strangers <laughs> on my wall. <laughs> I love but it. yeah, honestly, sometimes you hear about the vibe or the the theme and you're like okay that sounds cool but then when the photos come back you're like wow blows your expectations out well and especially that one because I wasn't actually on scene for that one I just sent my pieces off so to get the photos I had no idea really what to even expect so that one was really fun because I was like holy cow this is just spectacular the other one I did that I really liked they had these gorgeous flat lays and I didn't realize I love flat lays as much as I do until that shoot. They were just like... So you see all your stuff, it's like, damn. Yeah, with the, the invitations and mm-hmm. florals. And I'm like, okay, we always have to do a, a lay flat from now on. It has to happen. <laughs> you guys could come to me with me uh, for on more weddings. So yep. flat lays are, are where it's at, especially with photographers. Totally. I, I have to say to all brides for from now on, uh, bring your imitation, whatever else, little elements, Any collateral, shoes, yeah. perfume, maybe whatever. Bring it. Your photographer will thank you. You'll love the images that come back. So definitely do it. Yeah. One thing that we always recommend is like have almost like a like a bag set aside and have all your like personalized items in there. So when the photographer does come on the day of. You know, having to scramble around and nope. grab everything. Everything's in one place already. They just grab the bag and they do their thing. And yeah, it's, it takes so much stress away. And it's just, it's very smart when it comes to just like getting that on the day of. Because it can be really stressful. Obviously, mm-hmm. lots happening on, on the morning of. Totally. And if you can break down some of those barriers. I mean, the photos, as you said, you know, can just turn out absolutely like gorgeous. Yeah. It says a lot about what means to you mm-hmm. and how your personality comes out too, like in a lot of these items, right? Well, it's a fun keepsake too, right? Mm-hmm. You get a close-up visual of all of the little odds and ends, right? You're all your accessories. Maybe you put your shoes in there. Maybe you put like a, maybe you have a locket of a loved one that isn't able to be there. And that's a really special thing that you can incorporate that you don't have to spend a lot of money on. 
Mm-hmm. I personally did that. Uh, I had a, a locket of my father who had passed and it was just a really fun little connection for me to have that on my day of and just a little reminder, you know, that that he was there and it didn't even need to be you don't have to make it a super prominent thing if that's something that's maybe raw and special to you maybe tuck it in your bouquet it doesn't have to be something that's on display but you know it's there right like i said yeah exactly in the end that's all it really matters is like like that you know that person's with you you know Mm -hmm. in some way or fashion right yeah i know the wedding i did yesterday the best man had passed away a few years ago and so they had brought a a flat cutout of him. Oh, I love that. He was in a bunch of the pictures. <laughs> He's going to be in like the film that I create. And so he definitely played a, a major part in that wedding, even though yeah. physically he wasn't there. And so that meant a lot to everyone there. Like you could yeah. see the impact that he had. And um, it wasn't like something where they were just throwing this in everyone's face. It was just like, yeah, it was just, it was done so classy and tasteful yeah yeah i I love that like a little homage to their their friend yeah i love that absolutely and there's just so many fun ways right that you can do that i've had brides come in and say i have my grandmother's pearls that i want to incorporate i don't have matching jewelry for it this is what they look like what can we come up with that will go with that right so often I'll have them bring them in because pearls come in so many different shades. So mm-hmm. you don't want it to look super shiny and brand new compared to grandma's pearls. So definitely bring those pieces in and we can see what we can find that will complement them, mm-hmm. but not take away because that's such a special piece. Yeah, absolutely. I love everything about that. So what does, I know we talked about a little bit on just the challenges that this year has brought, um, but what's exciting you about the future, like the next like year or so for you? Like, what do things look like for you? And what's getting you up in the morning and just like, let's do this. Let's, let's tackle this. Like I said, I'm doing a lot of shoots right now. So for me, that's really exciting. That's something to broaden my horizon. Sometimes I have visions in my head that of stuff I don't have that I want to bring in. So that's always at the top of my head as well. What can I bring in that I don't already have? Or what pieces will stand out among what I already have? So that's always a constant running tally in my head of what I've been requested, what I want to bring in for the boutique. Sometimes my vendors will send me, this is what's new. And I'm like, ooh, that. Put that on my list. you know. And so I always have a very long list of stuff that I want to bring in. So please bear with me if, if what you're looking for is not here, because it might be. <laughs> it's probably in transit. <laughs> yeah. The other thing, too, I always say, which I, I know a lot of other boutiques don't do, which kind of makes me unique, is if there's something that you're looking for that I don't currently have, message me, because I can see if I can bring it in. And that's really fun, too, because you can have it come in, maybe you decide you don't like it, not a big deal. I brought it in. Often other other people will take it, so it's not like it's a, it's a waste of time for me. So, yeah, if you have a vision in your head of what you want and I don't have it or you haven't seen it anywhere, if you have a 
picture of an idea of what you're looking for, send it to me and I'll do it my best to bring it in for you. So that's a really fun little feature. I love that. You know, it's just like you have that flexibility where you can really work with what your client's vision is and and see if you can come up with something that aligns with what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I have stuff that I brought in for clients and it gets here. I'm like, that's so pretty. And then I order more. It's like, I want that for myself. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I think this is going to be really popular. So that's happened a couple of times where I brought stuff in specifically for somebody and it's come in and I'm like, oh, all right. Add that to the roster. (laughs) Has there been any like over the years since you've been doing this, any um, standout like funny stories have come out like just when maybe you were shipping like, I know sometimes like when you order something and it arrives to your door, it's not what the picture shows on the internet. <laughs> I think we've all been there at, at one point or anything like that that kind of guys, you know, made you chuckle or. I've had a, f- so I always order a sample of, so when I first started, I got so excited. I was just ordering things. <laughs> I've learned that you're better off just ordering one of something. And if you don't like it, the loss is not that great. <laughs> you, you, you haven't spent a couple hundred dollars on things that you aren't going to be able to sell. So. You don't have a whole garage full of a certain type of robes that you're never going to use. Yeah. Yeah. There's trial and error, right? I, I bring things in. I've had actually an interesting fallout with one of my suppliers because I love their stuff and I, I love their stuff. It's so beautiful, but they were so unreliable and they would send me the wrong things and then blame it on me. And then I was like, but I confirmed on the invoice. You just kind of got to play it by ear, right? It's it's a trial and error thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the stuff is really beautiful, but it's not worth the drama of dealing with them. So I've had to cut ties with them, which breaks my heart because their stuff is fantastic. But I've had brides message me in a panic where they've bought things off of Amazon or sheen and it comes in and they're like these are like child size robes where they don't cover our bums <laughs> please help so that's why i always recommend uh giving yourself lots of time like do things early because let's say you do order things online and they come in and they're terrible at least then you have the time availability to rectify the situation and you're not stuck with these inappropriate robes and you know what's really funny is a lot of the robes photos that you see in pictures where all the girls are kind of hunched over like with their hands on their knees that's because their robes are too short if they stand up their bum hangs out don't give away all the secrets (laughs) i always laugh when i see those photos because i'm like that's because your robes are tiny (laughs) very strategic i love it yeah sitting or they're kind of all like leaning forward Oh, oh, oh my god yeah, don't look behind me. My bum is hanging out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So how can people find you? Obviously, you have an online store, but yeah. maybe share the, the website and where else uh, they can find you. Yeah, so the website is uh, simplyswankyeg.com. And it's the same thing with the socials. I'm on Instagram and Facebook, Simply Swank Y-E-G. Awesome. This has been a lot of fun, Katrina. Thank you so much for taking time this week to uh, chat with me and and just like let me in on and our viewers on like your story and your journey and and just like just the ins and outs of like what you do. I think it's uh, really fascinating and like I th- obviously like you're in this for the right reasons. You do really care about your 
your clients and you know I, I can see that so that that means a lot to me that you know there's so many of us that really do this for the love of our couples right and it's yeah. it's just wonderful to see thank you i guess my parting words would be that my whole motto in this business is to make every bride feel beautiful no matter what their budget is so I've been told that I should charge more for my products. And while I could charge more, I have decided that I really want this to be accessible to so many different brides, depending on what their price points are. So I'm not in it to make all the bucks. (laughs) I just really enjoy it. And it's really fun to play with sparkly things. So thanks so much for having me. It's, it was a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to see you uh, at the next wedding or the next allies uh, shoot. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Awesome. Well, you have a great day. You too. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Alberta Wedding Podcast. Each week, I will pull back the veil and introduce you to the faces behind the brands that you love in Alberta. Your feedback matters. It would mean a lot to me if you could leave a review and let me know what you think of this episode. Until next week, stay well and be married.